So we've got another hour to go. We're here at the Small Doses Forum on Uprising. Um, we may not get to everybody's questions, so I just want to say that off top. Uh, I want to apologize if we don't make it to your question, but you know what? This is working. I feel like it's working. L- let me know in the comments if you feel like this is working. Um, but I think that um, to add to DeAndre's question, you know, there's something interesting that's going on with the fact that like so many of our kids ended up having to be homeschooled. And I know there's a lot of parents who are just like, oh my God, that, that's killing me. But it does give us a little bit more opportunity to have hands-on, you know, um, to have hands-on context building for our children, right? So like you may have a child that's in school and that's learning about, I don't know, um, manifest destiny. And that may be contextualized by their teacher as, well, manifest destiny is the uh, ideology upon which the explorers from Europe set out upon the seven seas to discover new lands in the name of their, you know, rulers. Manifest destiny is the ideology through which people set out across America to discover new lands and settle them in the name of America. Manifest destiny is this ideology that says that God has destined us to manifest. This is our right. Well, guess what? You grow up and you're like, holla! They weren't explorers. They were colonizers. They weren't settling. They were stealing. And when you are at home now being able to be a part of how this unit is taught to your kids, you're given the opportunity to provide that context and to provide that very, very, very important nuance so that, you know, their consciousness is raised in a different way as they continue to move through these spaces. Uh, We're going to go to another question. Um, For those of you who are just joining us, we are here at the Small Doses Forum on Side Effects of Uprising. Small Doses is my podcast that I've been doing for 2.5 years. Uh, We approach different topics that over a range of lifestyle of life, uh, we've talked about side effects of being a black woman in Hollywood. We've done side effects of triggers. We've done side effects of... of, Side effects of the curve. Uh, we've done side effects of politics, side effects of free speech. We have a number of different topics that we've discussed and we've had a gr- incredible guests. And sometimes I just talk and it's not guests, but the goal for my podcast has always been to just explore these different topics that are a part of our lives in ways that are responsible, that are thoughtful and that are compassionate. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I've missed the mark sometimes, but that's always the goal. And in that respect, I felt like, well, I want to be able to do that same thing, um, especially considering what is going on in our nation and what I feel like is going to continue to go on in terms of a raising of consciousness. I want to be able to approach that in a responsible way with thoughtfulness and compassion and open the space up for you guys to join in having that. So today we have questions that are being uh, provided by members of my new app, the SFB Society, which is a safe space for you to be your whole black self. We focus on three tenants, vibes, jokes, 
facts and using those three tenants to provide a place for folks to be, to provide a place for folks to fight the power while also fighting for their joy. And it's a membership only space because I want to protect the space and I want to make sure that people feel safe in that space. They feel safe from their employers stalking them. They say they feel safe from trolls. And I think it's really, um, it's really a key element to our elevation to be able to have these conversations. And at SFB Society, we are troll, hotep, and Karen free. I think I need to put that on the shirt. <laughs> I think that, that should maybe just be our tagline. SFB Society, troll, hotep, and Karen free. But I'm up. We're serving it. So let's go to our next question. Um, Let's see, Brendan, who's on the set? All right. So next we have Autumn. Yes! Awesome oh, yeah! <laughs> backstory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all are bearing witness to Miss Autumn Vaughn. All right. Uh, <laughs> one of the realest she's alive. You know what I'm saying? Me and Autumn went to the purchase together. Uh, me and Autumn have purchased Jordans and a Nietzsche velour yes. suits together. Uh, <laughs> a couple of guest jeans, you know. <laughs> guest jeans. Mike Plains Mall. Mike Plains yes. Mall. <laughs> um, and Autumn has always been an incredible mind uh, who is also hilarious and who is also very rooted in black excellence and education and empowerment uh, from day one. Autumn and I have uh, spent incredible amounts of times during snowstorms yes, <laughs> together yes, yes. talking about things. And I just want to tell this very little story that has nothing to do with what's going on. But <laughs> that's good. In the winter of 2003. <laughs> So actually, it would be technically 2002. In the winter of 2002, Mm -hmm. uh, over the course of the summer, a rapper had started to emerge as somebody (laughs) that people needed to pay attention to. And Audie being one of my fellow hip-hop heads, you know, we would would share mixtapes and we'd talk about like, you know, yo, I think, yo, this is, he's next. This is the one. He the one. And I will never forget till the day that I die, because I think about it every single time I hear this song, I got to... JFK airport after Christmas vacation and autumn had come to pick me up and she kicked the door open <laughs> and in the club was <laughs> from the car bum, bum, from the Honda go ahead, from the Honda car. <laughs> and that had not come out yet she had got that on some like cut master C mixtape or something yes. but she was like yo yes. that shit is crazy yep and so just so you know like that's the level of enthusiasm and connectivity that is going on here and i will remember that till the day that i die that autumn turned to me and her north that's face. a good story autumn tell them where you're from b tell them where you're from i'm from i'm from east new york brooklyn <laughs> i went to Autumn's baby Brooklyn. shower on the l train sure to livonia ave in Brownsville. <laughs> That's love, B. I was concerned. <laughs> All right. So, I really was. <laughs> well, like, so first and foremost, though, I would love for you to just give people some background on your 
educational background and, and okay. your actual work that you do in the world right now? Okay. So, um, I have a degree in history with, um, a black oh, studies whoa, whoa, concentration. Whoa. Wait, the other three officers are being charged. Oh, news. Look. <laughs> Hold on. News. The other three officers. <laughs> Look, I'm typing. <laughs> I don't see nothing. Only TMZ is popping up for me. The other ones in. <laughs> Listen, TMZ though, they, yeah, whether you like it or not, they do. Me. I know. They quick. They said third degree murder is now facing the upgraded charge of second degree murder. Good. Um, the three remaining ex-officers and expects expects that the other three will be charged with accessory to murder. So yeah, the attorney. Yeah. Tauto, Thomas Lane, and Jay Alexander Kung. All y'all is trash. Trash, trash, trash. Get them out of here. Shut them down. out of here. Wait, have they been booked? That I don't. Oh, see. that's the mugshot for Chauvin. You know, mm-hmm. you know he's in that prison. You know he's not in Gen Pop. You know they over there mm-hmm. giving him like, you know, Twinkies. Not gonna make it. it. <laughs> he ain't gonna make it. That's why. <laughs> he ain't gonna make it, y'all. Woo. Let me tell you but something though. <laughs> Let me tell you something report. though. <laughs> Black people, I need us to keep laughing in the midst of all this shit. Like I know all of this shit is serious, and it has to be. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Um, the, the gravitas can't be lost on that. But if they take our laughter, then they really won. Because we've been able to do this shit mm-hmm. forever. And I, you know, on my special, I say Harriet Tubman didn't have jokes. But I kind of low-key feel like she may have had jokes. Harriet may have actually had jokes. Mad jokes. jokes. Right? <laughs> Mad jokes. I like. got jokes. <laughs> I got jokes. I got jokes. So, Audie, I'm sorry I interrupted you, but, you know. No, it's okay. No, that, that was, that was, no, that was major. Um... Oh, so I have a degree, a BA in history with a concentration in black studies in American history. Um, and I have a master's in education, secondary. Um, in addition, what is secondary I education am, just for folks who don't know? So seven, grade seven to 12, I'm a social studies teacher um, at the Department of Education in New York City. I am a lead teacher. I have been up for some awards like Big Apple. You gotta tell them about the awards. I've been up for (laughs) accolades. They know about me. They know about me. um, I wrote curriculum for our city um, in social studies, which is really key. You kind of hit on that in your previous talks about voting and education. So what we teach is very important, especially what in social studies and history, where, you know, a lot of the applicable skills and understanding is very pertinent today. So you better say applicable and pertinent. You came here, you showed up with the vocabs today. You really showed up with the vocabs today. And I'm I, here for I, all of I, it. <laughs> I, um, and I just, I love the fact that you're talking about the educational system and the power that we have in it. Also on the, on just the everyday, check your kids' work. See what they're giving your child. See what they're giving them. Ask some questions. You never know what type of rhetoric that they are telling your child. It's really important. I have scars that I remember from elementary school and mm-hmm. middle school mm-hmm. and high school. It, and you talked about your scars. We all have scars. There are things that have been said to us that have like really had to be debunked. So, you know, just pay attention. My question was about communication. I want to wait, but I do want to first yes. pay attention to what's going on here. Cause you're giving <laughs> us, you're giving us a honey blonde. <laughs> 
So I just want to, you know, first, we love the honey blonde. We love the honey blonde. And, you know, and the, the hoteps try and situation. say, you can't have blonde hair and <laughs> be a down. You can't yes, be woke with the blonde hair. Well, I do it every day. Um, every day. Blacker than black. <laughs> every day. So I just wanted to pay attention to that for a, for a singular moment. Uh, for those of you all who are watching on Instagram Live, if you want to see Autumn's Honey Blonde, uh, you can go to the link in my Instagram uh, profile <laughs> and watch us on YouTube. So I see people like, I, yes. don't, see her. I don't see her. You can go, you go to the link in my Instagram profile and watch Small Doses Forum on our YouTube. We are doing a YouTube Live. I'm just over here so that I can let y'all know that we doing something. <laughs> and if you look at the pin, <laughs> look at the pin, look at the pin comment, it lets you know that we are right over there. on YouTube getting it in, getting it in. Yeah. <laughs> it's right there. So, Audie, um, I have your question, but if you want to say it in your own words. Oh, okay. No, no. Okay. So, I mean, it, it connects to the, the other questions. How will or can the Black community improve streamlining information about solidarity, protesting, and other aspects of what I'll call phase two. For example, like Blackout Tuesday, it was a lot of ambiguous. The reasoning, I don't feel, was very clear. So for someone who pays attention, a lot of others were like, okay, why? What's the purpose? Should we still be posting other things? So do you have any suggestions for like effective communication when it comes to like these, these things? Our Black media needs to step up. Our black media is robust. However, our black mm. media, I feel, does not earnestly know its power and use it. Mm. Uh, and when I say black media, I mean on a various levels, right? So I mean on the internet level. So places like Shade Room, Bo- Bossip, Madame Noir, uh, Baller Alert. You know, all of these are sites that people go to every single day. And, mm-hmm. you know, I may take issue with, you know, what they have focused on up until this point, but I think this is a great opportunity for them to also have a foothold in being places and source points for spreading information with a clear focus. So for instance, apparently Blackout, and I have to say apparently because I'm not really sure, but apparently Blackout Tuesday was really launched as the brainchild of Black uh, music execs. And outside of the internet space, we have like Revolt, we have BET. Um, we have programs that are that are helmed by Black folks that care, right? People like Joy Reed does AM Joy. You know, you have people like Lindsey Granger, who she makes it into my Instagram all the time with her commentary. Um, we have people like Angela Rye, who end up on CNN yes. talking, Bakari mm-hmm. Sellers, et cetera. So there should be, in my opinion, there should be a network that is understood, it's almost like an above ground railroad of black media. That when there is a message that needs to be disseminated in a clear way, it can be presented as such. Now here's the key. We have become so obsessed with being the first that a lot of times I feel like folks don't want to report things. And I left out Hollywood Unlocked, but they do a great job too. I left out, uh, you know, I think that there's, there's got to be, that has to not be the reason why you post something. It has to be because you want to educate folks and get everybody on the same page. So imagine if with Blackout Tuesday, the execs who came up with this idea could have very seamlessly tapped into that above ground network of black media and said, this is what we're doing. 
this is why, and this is what it's for. At least, at least there's a clear point of reference so that even if you disagree with it, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Even if you're not sure about it, there's a clear point of reference to go to, to find out what the thesis behind it is and where it's trying to go. We don't have Mm. that. So I feel like there's, you know, and I feel like to that same note, there needs to be an, an underground network. Mm. There needs to be an underground network of how information is disseminated and, Mm. you know, like things being shared that this is what's going to happen. So I need y'all to move this way. Now, don't get me wrong. In some cases, there are underground networks. I'm a part of some of them (laughs) where there's an understanding between the folks involved of how to support each other, even if we don't necessarily agree on every element of it how to converse about it enough and support each other enough to disseminate it through our own channels in a shared understanding of the goal. Right. So I think those are two things like that can really be done and it's really going to be about unity and it's really going to be about understanding the, the power of um, looking past like things like, you know, if we didn't post it first and it ain't, you know, then it ain't news. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's not about it necessarily being news as much as about it needs to be information. And if it's valid, then it needs to be. Right. Right. Does that make sense? No, it does make sense. I mean, that would make it very clear because the people that do want to comply and be Mm -hmm. in unity, it would just be a clear message. For example, the, the economic, um, boycotting that's supposed to occur in july you know where's the research being done who's coming up with this like the list of places where you know people of color or black people are being violated you know what have they said like i saw a lot i see you see memes you see a lot of things like if it's streamlined it's like okay i'm not gonna eat i'm not gonna order wendy's my kids are not gonna eat wendy's right that's it and this is the reason and i understand why so i think that would help it's just like voting like you said streamline it down make it simple Make it simple. And also we have to get back to journalism, right? Like, Mm. you know, you look at Erin Haynes of the 19th and what I love about Erin is that she is a full ass sister, like to the hilt, but she's a full on journalist in terms of her ethics and how she is, you know, getting messaging out to folks. You look at people like Tiffany D. Cross, same thing. And I think that what we really have to understand is that all these op-eds and these think pieces, you know, you, everyone deserves a voice, but at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. what about like, here is the facts. We don't have that right. anymore. Not in the amount of time that we need it. We just need some objective. This, these are the facts about things sometimes. And yes, so much of media is about aggregating at this point that it's not even like it has to be, okay, you got to go to each individual place. No, it really should just be like, these are the facts. This is what's happening. And when you send that press release out, everybody should feel compelled to post it. Right. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. And then do an op-ed on it, but at least just post the actual top-down facts. And some places right. do what do a much better job of this than others. And we do have spaces like The Root and The Griot yep. that definitely are trying to be, not trying, they're, they're actively being yes. spaces of like, okay, we're going to give you objective news and then we're going to also give you op-eds. But then I've had people at various, you know, um, in various positions of media say like, well, I've had someone tell me that they did. <laughs> I had someone tell me that they did um, an editorial op-ed 
And I was like, what, what is that? What is that? You're either doing a piece that's what it is, or you're doing a piece about what you think it is. What you think. Right. Right. So I think those, those are, I think really harnessing black media and black media making the choice to operate different than white media and to see the power that we have across the visual medium of the internet, across the TV and across the radio space and galvanizing that in a real active way. Because let me tell you, media has started wars. Absolutely. You know, so like, that's why like, you know, even like people are like, you know, how could you leave the real? How could you leave the real? You, you know, you, you were doing your voice. Hilarious. Who just tried to talk to you? That was, <laughs> that was definitely Rachel. <laughs> Those mom eyes were amazing. <laughs> Y'all, did you see her mom eyes? That, you just said a whole paragraph. Why are you talking to me? You see what I'm doing right now. And I told you I, I was about to be doing something. And I told you I was going to be busy. So I don't even know why you are bothering me. Go do what you were supposed to do. <laughs> it's so funny you caught that that is that's all the way true all of it every single thing. this is true that was amazing because i thought you was doing it to me at first i'm like oh no that's somebody else somebody in trouble <laughs> somebody somebody in trouble yeah. but no like we you know we have these black spaces so that we can say the black things Right. And like in media, like, like when I was at the real, I realized like, I, I can't say what needs to be said here. Like I'm being censored in, in very real ways. And, um, and, I, and, and, and there's a disregard that happened before I even got there in regard to just like what our audience would be interested in and, and what would enrich mm. them, et cetera. And right. that comes from people at the top, not being a part of, or interested in the advancement of the people that they're actually speaking to. So it's like, I can't exist there, you know? And, and media to me is just, it is such a tool. And I feel so honored to be able to still be a part of media, you know, after all these years. And so that to me is the, one of the most vital ways of streamlining messaging and beginning to really create a foundational foothold. Um, in how we interact with new information in our community. It's so needed. It is so needed. Yep. Um, and I think that the other part of that is like, there, we, are, we are in a perfect position for there to be a new media space that starts, that literally just has that objective. You know, that literally is just like, this is where you go to know. So yep. I'm sure, and, I, and I'm pretty sure because black folks are innovators to the hill, I'm pretty sure there are folks who are sitting right now, like working that up. And when y'all make yep. that happen, the I innovators. Where support. y'all at? <laughs> yeah, where too. y'all at? <laughs> where y'all I know at? they there somewhere right <laughs> now. At? Like, yo, you know what we need to do? And <laughs> when that happens, I will be in full support. Yep. Me do too. you feel like that answers? Do you feel like we've... Yes, yes. That was good. Yeah. I think yes. everything connects. Everything connects. Like... <laughs> Well, to me, that's the thing that folks don't really, we do connect. We connect. And like, I just, I get so sad because I feel like so many, and I'm not, I'm not taking myself out of the equation. Like so often we just forget that, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. when someone says some crazy shit to me and I'm in a place and I'm like, bitch, like, that's like, oh, I forgot that we connect. (laughs) (laughs) 
we can add, ma'am. Let me let me just, ma'am. <laughs> Sis. <laughs> Sis. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> you know, we just got to keep. Yep. Just got to keep fortifying that strength and reminding ourselves we connect because it comes out. It comes out. It does. You know? But so, yeah, I'm so glad for SFB. I'm, I'm excited. Like the brother was saying, listen. wake up, you got 50, you got 50 um, notifications by the time you'll be on. Be like, yay. I had, first of all, I know people are like, I know there's at least one hater that's like, she got them promoting it. And I, I am not. I, I am honestly just shocked that you all are even this happy about SFB society because you know I'd be making up shit by myself in the shower and I'm like well you know what would be cool I should do that and then I do it and then I'm like oh wait people have to like this for this to work (laughs) you know what I mean so to hear that you guys are enjoying SFB society and 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 that space um and feel the necessity for it in the way I do that really means a lot to me dog no it's dope technologically it's on point, you know, it's not a us assist type of situation. Sometimes it's dope. Like it's not a homeboy just, LLC. It's not right, a homeboy right, LLC right. technology. <laughs> right, no. right. We love y'all too, but we all gotta pull it together. Know your strength. So I, I love it. It's beautiful. <laughs> know your strength. <laughs> know it. And Autumn is one of our deans of all discussion right. in SFB Society. Yes, so she yes. is somebody who's leading conversations and bringing things to the table. Um, because I knew her strengths. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yeah, me, uh, Autumn and I, we have nigga names. So shout to Javante and Sean. <laughs> right, right, right. Forever and ever. All the way. Um, and just an inside joke between us, um, in front of everybody, uh, we used to always say, quiet niggas kill. And we used to always say this, like, quiet niggas kill. And that's Minneapolis. I saw a meme that said, Minneapolis is the quiet nigga who nobody knew had hands. Had hands. Nope. Definitely. And when I saw that meme, all I heard was you in my head going, quiet niggas kill, yo. Quiet niggas kill. Yo, Yo, I'm like, I'm like, let me get off so somebody else can ask a question. We can do this all day. We can do this all day. You're right. You're right. Thank you for being responsible because I'm like, we can do this all day, B. We can do this all Yo, day. See I, love you, I love you, buddy. I love you. I love you. I love you too. All right. Stay safe, stay Bye. Black, baby. All right. So I, I want to try and squeeze in two more questions. I We have 20 more minutes. So shout out to everybody who's been joining us. I know some of y'all have hit, have rocked with us for the whole two hours. And I think that you are superstars. Uh, some of y'all are just joining us. I have to pee so bad, but I'm in a, I'm in a onesie. So I can't even step away real quick because it's going to be like a 10 minute adventure trying to get out of this and then, and then try and get back into this. It's not realistic. So I'm just going to try and hold on. For the next 20 minutes. Uh, so let's uh, get into the next two questions um, because I said we're going to try and get two more questions. So Brendan, bring them on. All right. Um, we have Yakia with a question for you. Yakia. Yakia. Hey. Hey. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Yakia, what's good? How are you doing today? 
Um, I'm gonna need you to ghetto that up a little bit. That's not okay. quite it. <laughs> it's Yakia. Yakia. There you go. Okay, because there wasn't an apostrophe. So, you know, I was just giving you the fluid. I feel like... See, my mama, she actually does have the apostrophe, but I take it out because ah, people struggle with that. But mama was like, I want people to give her her yak. <laughs> Yakia. But I, I feel like the apostrophe and then there's an unnecessary cue. So I felt like <laughs> you had to pick one. Can I tell people how your name is spelled? Yes. <laughs> it is Y-A-Q-K... E-H-A. She said there was an unnecessary cue. I feel like the cue was necessary because it makes it art. Okay? It makes it art. And then we throw in an apostrophe, Yakia. Like, that's a fragrance. <laughs> Yakia for women. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm with it. Oh, that, I love that. I love that. I love that. I love Just that. saying. You know? It's, it's like, I'm just, I'm just trying, I'm handing out ideas today. You know what I mean? Like whatever we can do, yes. we get it. So Yakia, you had a question. Now I'm looking at it, but if you want to state it in your own words, feel free. Um, so my question was, um, for, um, people like myself who like do Instacart and just things like that, um, who work every day to make money every day, like. I don't, everybody works every day and make money every day. That's a stupid way to put it. But, um, that's not true. Like, some people are lazy. People who have to choose and some working. Are <sighs> that, that, that's sad. That's a fabulous point. But people who have to choose between going to work and making money or going out and protesting, like, how do we pick, like, going to work and feed, to feed ourselves over, like, going out here and fighting for our freedom? Well, I think the beauty. Um, well, first of all, where are you where are you calling this from? Um, well, I'm leaving St. Louis and I'm heading back home to Chicago. All right, shout out to St. Louis. Ferguson just elected their first black mayor. Uh, that is yes. a huge win. I knew you couldn't hear me because when I said that, you didn't respond, and I'm like, Yaki, I know that's a good time. So she would have definitely given me a <laughs> yes. Um, so, <laughs> who is in the car with you giving you hell? <laughs> Somebody is trolling Yakia in the car right now. You have no hard time. There we go. There we go. Okay, I got it together now. I promise. (laughs) Okay. Whoever's in that car with you is giving you a hard time and they need to stop. That's my partner. Oh my God. Your partner (laughs) is like, why are you having such a hard time? Help Yakia. Help her. (laughs) Okay, so... um, First and foremost, let me tell you something, sis. You know, I think the beauty of, of, of community is that we lean on each other and we support each other, right? So I think that the truth of the matter is you can't be everywhere at all times and you can't be everybody for every situation. So though protesting is necessary, uh, we also need you healthy. We also need you to be able to sustain, to be a part of this movement. So if protesting does not fit in with your ability to do that, there are so many other ways for you to still be a part of this movement. Like on a ground level, it becomes about information sharing. You know, it becomes about, um, you know, donating. It becomes about being a leader in your community in other ways like that fit into your schedule. Uh, If you're doing Instacart and you're driving folks, it, it may end up being a part of like, you know, can I provide, like, can I, can I, like, can I help on my route? 
bring stuff to people. Yes, spread information or bring stuff to people. Yes. You know, like you got protesters on your route. It's like, okay, well, while I'm going to drop this off for these people, maybe I can bring some water. Maybe I can bring some milk for tear gas to help folks, you know? Maybe it becomes a part of like being um, in touch with organizations that are organizing on the ground and then being able to call on you like, hey, Yakia, if you're in the street right now, like, can you do a run for us? Can you drop this off for us? You know, but I think there's so much about innovation that happens right now and ways in which we can be helpful to each other. And I think a lot of us don't do that. Who is on the phone right now? Oh, she's having a... um a therapy call, so I actually feel bad for even impeding on that, but that's what ah, she's doing. <laughs> okay. I was like, why can I hear a whole other conversation? Um, and so I think um, I think that's really what it ends up being, just like finding ways to be innovative about, about that, and that alleviates you of the guilt that you're feeling. And I, I understand that guilt. I understand that guilt because, like, I'm here in Orlando. I don't feel safe going out protesting by myself. I don't know the lay of the land, you know, and so that is something that's been weighing on me, right? I do want to go back to L.A., and I will be shortly, but I have to be aware of, like, I can't put myself in an unsafe situation and then me not be able to be helpful in the actual purpose that I'm here for. So how do I toggle that? And if you have any level of consciousness, it is a bit of a... It's a conflict. You feel that conflict within you. You feel that. Yes. Yes. But I want to, I just want to alleviate that from you and give you the, just give you a hope of a sense of peace of mind and knowing that like the answers are within you. You know, if you meditate on it and you consider just like, okay, the new landscape that you're in, because that's really what it is. We have to consider a new landscape and it's like, okay, well in this new landscape of space, where can I be helpful? And sometimes that may call, that may that may mean that you have to ask people around you for like ideas, right? Like that partner that's in the car, they may have some ideas on how. But just know that mm-hmm. just know that you being a foot on the ground in protest is not the only way that you can help be a foot on the ground for change. Yes. It's necessary. Thank you. We need protest. Definitely. But you're not you're not going out. It's not like you're like, I'm not going out to protest because I don't believe in looting. Then I would be like, Yakia, let me tell you about yourself. Like, <laughs> but that's not what you think, <laughs> you know? So mm-hmm. um, I think all of us can be real with ourselves and we know when we bullshitting. Yes, ma'am. Right? Because I know no people that- is an actual. Yeah. Like, you know, if, if you had told me, like, I just don't feel like I have the right shoes for the march. I'd be like, girl, Coretta, Coretta and Diane and the girls was out there in a kitten heel and a pin curl. And you can't put a, a Jordan or a chancleta on to get this on the move. I need you to stop. So I, I'm definitely that person, too, because when we were packing for the trip, um, I was telling my partner, I'm like, so I don't have no shoes to match my protest outfits. And I was like, yeah, I hear how that sounds. <laughs> I mean, there is a fairness to that because at the end of the day, like, like people's style is a part of our revolution and don't ever get it twisted. Whenever you see those photos, you see that they was out there in a look. Okay. They was like, I'm going to the march. Styling and profiling. I'm going mm-hmm. to the march. You got your march coat. I got this coat for the march. Right. This is my purse for the march. You know, Huey P and the boys was like, we not out here in no bullshit. We putting a beret on. Like, I'm about to have this beret and this black leather. Y'all don't understand. This turtleneck right here so you see my face, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
And at the and, and and truthfully, I feel like part of that is black folks being like, you could take so much from us, but you ain't never gonna take our flavor. Never. You trying to keep us from this bus, but we gonna walk in style. Hallelujah. So Amen. I, hope, I hope this does this help you? Yes, ma'am. But while I have you, I just want to say how excited I am because I also got to talk to you during uh, Smart Friendly and Black in the Crib. So at this point, we're friends. <laughs> Fair. You still so, can't call me Mans or Mandy. People be trying to call me Mans and Mandy, and I'm like, if we have, if we are not friends or family. <laughs> There is no nicknames. I am Amanda. No, not at all. <laughs> well, you. thank you, Amanda. <laughs> Appreciate you, Yakia. Nice talking to you. Thank you. you. Bye bye. So, unfortunately, I wanted to get to two more questions, and it looks like that is not going to happen because I want to have time to read through these different organizations and the work that they're doing in an effort to really, hopefully, um, you know, just encourage you all to reach out to these organizations and see how you can be of help and how you can galvanize your passion that you are feeling right now into actual action. There are people who have been at this work for years. So don't feel the weight of, damn, we got to figure this shit out. No, there's people who have been working towards figuring this out and you can be of help in furthering their vision and of course, refining their vision. So first off, Campaign Zero, the comprehensive platform of research-based policy solutions to end police brutality in America, a police reform campaign proposed by activists associated with Black Lives Matter. I'm also going to post this on my Instagram and in my Insta stories. And for those of you who are members of the SFB Society, I will post this in SFB Society under Blackurate News. Black Voters Matter, increasing voter registration and turnout, advocating for policies to expand voting rights, access, including expanded early voting, resisting voter ID, re-entry restoration of rights and strengthening the Voting Rights Act. They also advocate for policies that intersect with race, gender, economic, and other aspects of equity. Black Futures Lab works with black people to transform our communities Shout out to Alicia Garza, the founder and creator of Black Futures Lab, as well as one of the co-creators of Black Lives Matter. Uh, they work locally, statewide, and nationally to build Black political power and changing the way that power operates. We have the Electoral Justice Project. The EJP is a project of movement for Black lives that seeks to continue a long legacy of social movements, fighting for the advancement of the rights of Black folks through electoral strategy. We have the MBJC, the National Black Justice Coalition. American civil rights organization serving primarily LGBT people. Since 2003, MBJC has collaborated with national civil rights groups and LGBTQIA organizations advocating for the unique challenges and needs of the African-American LGBTQIA community in the United States. And a side note, you can now redeem your Sephora Beauty Insider points as donations to the NBJC. Now, I know some of y'all are like, but what about my birthday gift at Sephora? You'll still have points left over. So, just a note, you can redeem your Sephora Beauty Insider points as donations to the National Black Justice Coalition. Then we have the Movement for Black Lives, uh, the M4BL, which seeks to reach millions, mobilize hundreds of thousands, and organize tens of thousands so that Black political power is a force able to influence national and local agendas in the direction of our shared vision for Black lives with a five-year plan rooted in transformative goals. 
Color of Change, a progressive nonprofit civil rights advocacy organization in the United States. Formed in 2005 in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, the goal is to move decision makers in corporations and government to create a more human and less hostile work for Black people in America. And I have seen Color of Change implement that in spaces beyond government, but also in Hollywood, and seeing that their uh, that their their reach has to go beyond just politics, but also people that are working on the ground in other different spaces of influence like Hollywood and media. The Black Church PAC, or PAC, a strategic initiative answering the call to elect leaders committed to ending mass incarceration, defending the right to vote, curbing gun violence, and representing the equitable treatment of black and brown communities. And then we have the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, also known as the NAACP LDF, America's premier legal organization fighting for racial justice. Through litigation, advocacy, and public education, the LDF seeks structural changes to expand democracy, eliminate disparities, and achieve racial justice in a society that fulfills the promise of equality for all Americans. I also want to add We Are. We Are is the organization started by my very good friend and brother, Brandon Victor Dixon, also known as Terry Silver on Power. Uh, and their organization uses the connective power of the arts to amplify voices that emphasize our shared humanity. We also have um, Build Power, which my homeboy Kendrick, who is on Insecure with me, uh, he is the founder. Uh, Build Power engages culture, education, and activism to build and train an inclusive community of entertainers and athletes to advance radical social change. They partner with grassroots causes and organizations, and the purpose of Build Power is to increase action and civic engagement with a primary focus on uplifting and protecting the most vulnerable by undoing systemic oppression. Okay, then we have People's Budget LA. Their constant work is on getting city council to defund the police. Unfortunately, that did not happen this go round. We learned that as last night, all of the city council voted in favor of Eric Garcetti's bullshit ass plan to fund the police uh, with like 54, I, 54, yeah, 54% of the general fund of, um, of Los Angeles, which is pure trash, pure trash. And, uh, you know, the reality is, is that when we, when we make communities that have better services, when we make communities that are using money to make better communities, we understand that that comes by creating options for people to be their best selves, not for police to better police. So uh, you can check them out at peoplesbudgetla.com. Uh, then we have the Jesse Williams Advancement Project, uh, started by Jesse Williams. You know, Jesse Williams is the finest actor with pretty eyes that we have seen on Grey's Anatomy. Uh, he has the Advancement Project, which is a next generation multiracial civil rights organization. They are rooted in the great human rights struggles for equality and justice. We exist to fully, to, we exist to fulfill America's promise of a caring, inclusive, and just democracy. And I know that one of the one of the ways they're doing that is by uh, being really at the helm of defunding the police. The last dose. So I just want to thank all of you all for listening as I listed off these these uh, organizations that have been, you know, on the ground and have been working. And I know that there are a number, a number, a vast number of organizations that I didn't even list. And I know that there is a database of these organizations. And if there isn't, uh, I would like someone to start it and to let me know so that I can continuously point people to it. Uh, at the next Smart, Funny, and Black, one of my goals is to be able to, within our 
vendor space on Smartphone and Black in the Crib to be able to provide people with not only Black-owned businesses that they can support, but also Black uh, advancement projects, black, black nonprofits that are working towards the goal of a black advancement. So that's something I'm working on. Um, and also just working on keeping my joy in this time and this, this being able to do this with you all and being able to speak to you all has been such a key part of that and the key component to that. And, um, I have to run because I have to go do an interview for Hollywood Unlocked, and you know they're going to ask me about the real, um, as they should. But I just want to thank you all for joining us today here at the Small Doses uh, Forum, our first Small Doses Forum, Side Effects of Uprising. Rebecca was going to come on because I had asked her to. I know she is very relieved right now that we are out of time. But Rebecca, don't think I'm not going to have you on the next one. Don't think, because Rebecca is a white ally, and so is Brendan. Actually, you know what? I don't even know if I like the word ally. Y'all are just people who are good people. And therefore you're like, everybody should have the opportunity to be good people without the cops firing at them and killing them without lack of resources and without a government that gives a fuck about them. So thank you to my team, Rebecca and Brendan and Jana for making this happen. Thank you to you all for making this happen. Cause really it could have been two people and then that wouldn't have really been that much of a point. Um, remember small doses, my podcast, you can listen to it everywhere. Pods are casted. Uh, we are every week. And um, we also, I want to let y'all know about SFB Society, which is my new app that was created to be a safe space for you to be your whole black selves. We do welcome allies as long as you know your place and understand that it is not about centering you. Is it, about, it is about centering our voices in change. So I just wanted to make somewhere where we can fight the power and fight for our joy at the same time. So shout out to y'all. Uh, please stay safe. Please stay strong. Please stay black. And know that right now we may not have all the answers, but we have to remember that the questions that are being asked and the change that needs to be made, unfortunately, these people have, they have put a lot of work into it. And so now we are going to put a lot of work into shifting it. These devils will be defeated. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Find any joke necessary. Have a good one, y'all. Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.